0: Like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe. Symbolize I've got skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard. Just tell me how can I be stopped? This Alan Ivy at an Ivy College. They can't check me, I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, 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 yes. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and a welcome to episode, wait a minute, 42 of Electrified. Episode 42, all right, it's Friday, and you can hear it in my, in my voice, man. Your boy is excited. Your boy is hyped, all right, for many reasons. It's Friday. You know, I'm, I'm recording my, my first show in the news too, I'm sure. You know, if you follow me on social media. You know, I, I built myself a little studio in my crib. You know, but other than that, what a week it has been in the world of sports. Family, we have a lot to discuss. There's a lot going on. The NBA world is listen. The NBA sh- is in the NBA in shambles because Woj keeps dropping bombs on us real live bombs and you know by the time this is out and you all hear this there may have been more dropped and there may be more right after so i'm gonna say this when you hear this just know these were my reactions to the bombs that were already dropped and i'm sorry that you know It'll, this show will probably already be a little outdated by the time you hear it, but it's okay. Because depending on how this weekend goes, I'll be right back on Monday to discuss. But we have a lot to get through. So this may be a very long episode of Electrify. Longer than our usual episodes. You know, we've been getting kind of high you know, hitting a forty-five, forty-six mark. You know, it's it's been getting close, closer and closer. You know, we're we're getting close to our sixty minutes, and that's that's always been a goal of mine. And I really think that this could be it. This might be the one, because there's a lot of content to talk about. All right, so here here's here's what I'm thinking. Right, here's what's been going on. This week. We've had the NBA awards come and go. We've had our MVPs. MVP decided. And I'm going to have a, we're gonna have a conversation about the NBA, NBA MVP and the the award itself and everything about that. Uh, I want to talk about what's going on in the with the Warriors and Kevin Durant, Clay, and what Iggy said on the Breakfast Club. Um, I want to get into just free agency in general. You know, there's you know there's a lot of it's, it's about to be a hot summer. It's gonna be a hot summer. July 1st is coming. It is coming. It's about to get hot. It ain't hollow. It ain't. It ain't October, but it's about to get real spooky out here. You're, um, I want to talk about a little bit of soccer. Just a little incident that I saw. My TL. Um, what else is there to discuss? Oh, we got some wrestling news to discuss. Want to talk about that? Uh, Undertaker. I said, stop answering the phone, brother. I said, do not answer. Events call you. Do not answer the phone. And you didn't listen to me. Because you was definitely on Monday Night Raw. We're gonna get into that too. So as you can see, we have a lot to we have a lot to get into. And I honestly don't know where I want to start. You know, I could we could start order, you know, start start from the beginning and you know start at the NBA awards, but th- there's more pressing issues to discuss. More press pressing issues to discuss. So let's start off with the Golden State Warriors. All right. So, Andre Iguodala went on The Breakfast Club this week. And he talked about, you know, Durant and the team and what happened with Mark Jackson. But the most interesting thing he spoke on was the Warriors medical staff. So, he was telling us, I think it was last year's finals, that... He had a fractured leg. And he said that the Warriors medical staff put it down as a bone bruise. And he played through it. Okay. So you're telling me that this man had a fractured leg. Fractured. Broken. And they put it down as a bone bruise. And he was on the court. Mm -mm. What does that say? What does that say about this organization? And if they feel, you know, they can do that to Iguodala, somebody who has been a big finals MVP, a big part of their their run and somebody who has been, you know, a, a big piece of their team. Then how would they feel about letting Kevin Durant get back on the court when he was not ready to be back on the court? Someone who just a part, just as big a part as their run, but not so, you know, in the fold as Iggy is. I would say, many would say, that's why he's a free agent now. That's none of my business. So we we have a medical staff that allowed Kevin Durant, second best player in the world, arguably a seven foot freak. You know, he hasn't, he hadn't played basketball since May. And you guys put him back on the court for the, for what game was that? For a game that, for a series that was almost over already to where he would not have, you know, even if you, if you, you know, if they lose that game, which they did, but if they lost that game, then it would have been for nothing. It still was for nothing because he, he, didn't make, he didn't play all four quarters. You know, you rush him back for a series that wasn't that. It wasn't like the series was tied 2-2. It, the series was tied. You know, I said that last time. I, I said that when it happened. You know, it wasn't like the series was tied. So you're not in a position to really make a, a, a shift in a series, but he's back on the court anyway. You know, you keep, you keep, you keep telling us it's a strain. You know, it, it wasn't tour or anything. OK, cool. And you keep you guys keep saying it's a calf injury, you know, and, and when when all of this was going on, I said, bro. No way. It's just it, it, it's something not that serious. I said, it's more. It's way serious. It's way serious. we okay, to be back already. I was the whole time Katie was gone. I said, bro, we haven't seen him on the court. We haven't seen him run any footage. I saw of Kevin Durant. He was limping around. We didn't see footage of Kevin Durant on a basketball court until the warm-ups. And even then, I wasn't convinced. He dunked the ball. He hung on that room for so long for a gentle landing. Nobody else noticed that. But everybody was like, oh, he's back. He's back. Okay. Okay. And all it took was one wrong plant, And boom. Poof. There goes the Achilles. There goes the Achilles. That, that was already injured. Y'all not going to tell me different. Wasn't no damn calf. Well, not no calf uh, injury, bro. That was, that was terrible. Both times he went down. So, you know, what Iggy's saying, what he said about the, the medical staff, it's just like, okay, if the medical staff is, you know, that if that's how they're running things, if that's how they, you know, that's how they're moving, then that means that's how the whole organization is moving. And... That's not an organization that I would want to play for. And that's not an organization that could, Kevin Durant was going to continue to play for. And they knew that. So, they said, "You know what? Let's put him back out on the court." Who the hell cares about his health? You know, we're going to put him back out on the court, and he's going to help us win another one, and then he can go. Health aside, right? That's that's what the plan really was because you guys I, I, I'm going to reiterate this. Every time I talk about Kevin Durant and the Warriors, this is what I'm going to say. When Kevin Durant got there, it, well, his first, the first time he put on a Warriors uniform, it was the Warriors and Kevin Durant. Right? Kevin Durant has just joined a 73-9 team. It was just like the puzzle was complete and you just put in a piece that belonged to another puzzle. It was an odd. It was it was an odd piece out. Just listen to me, y'all know. Just, just, just listen to me. You put the rant in, right? You put the rant in, and you try to force. It's like when you're trying to force a piece of a puzzle in that don't fit, and you keep trying to force it because it kind of fit, but it don't really fit. Y'all know what I mean, y'all? Listen. As a kid, I did a lot of puzzles, a lot of hundred piece puzzles, and I've had this problem before. And this is what the Warriors did, right? Until he fit. And then, boom, at the first season, Durant fit. He fit. And then it became Kevin Durant and the Golden State Warriors. Whether you like it or not, I'm not going to ever say that this is Steph Curry's team. Even before Durant got there. It's just the, the Warriors, the Warriors are good. All of them. You know what I mean? They're all, the team itself is great. Is Steph a superstar? Absolutely. But is that his team? I don't really know. You know, I, I associate the Splash Brothers because Clay Clay is the man. Whether y'all like it or not, Clay is the glue. All right? And if they don't max Clay out and and it gets to the point where Clay is starting to take other offers, and y'all know what I'm talking about, the Lakers or the Clippers, oh, it's going to be a sad day in San Francisco. And y'all and you new little uh arena. Because Steph can't do it on his own. Nobody can, but he really can't. He's not LeBron. He really can't. And we saw that. We saw that. So, back to the, uh, back to, what was that? So, as far as the medical staff goes, I think that, you know, somebody should look into this to look into, you know, other injuries. On the Warriors books, and because that's nasty, I don't, I don't like that at all. It's like they don't care about the well-being of their players. It's irresponsible, and it's just, it's just a bad look, especially the Kevin Durant situation. And the reports came out that you know allegedly he was pissed with them and how they handled that. Because you got to think, Kevin Durant goes down, he tears his Achilles, he's out for next season, right? The money might be big still because it's still Kevin Durant. But it's Kevin Durant after missing a year of basketball. Kevin Durant after missing a, missing a year of basketball, rehabbing a torn Achilles, is not the same Durant that we would have gotten if he was healthy this year. So it's not the same money. Will he get a big... Will, is Kevin Durant still going to get big payday? Absolutely. But I don't think teams are, you know... It's it's just like it's kind of damaged goods in a sense. You know, some guys tear their Achilles and aren't the same again. And I would hate for that to be the situation with Durant because Durant is special. And I feel like, once again, he should not have been on the court, especially for an organization like that. And hearing what Iguodala said now was really, bro, you should not have been on the court. I don't care what you guys say. You know, he wanted a ring, blah, blah, blah. No, no. No, these guys got families to feed. They got bills to pay. They got lives to live. He hasn't been there his whole career. Those, listen, that's not really, man, it's deeper than what y'all thought it was. It's deeper than this. I always, that's my, it's just deeper than what it is. You know, it's not a surface level thing. And I really feel like it was just bad on the Warriors part. And, you know, I hate it had to go down like that. But when you hear, when you hear... You know, Iggy say, you know, I don't want to get into the Mark Jackson stuff because I, I didn't really listen to that part of the interview, but I didn't, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to get into that because that's really messy. Um, But I just, I did want to touch on how it, I I feel like the, the medical staff is very irresponsible. And, you know, I don't think this would happen in the NFL. I don't think this would happen in the NFL. Like when, when, like I said, when Clay went down, I don't think that would have been handled that way in the NFL, no way Clay would have been bouncing around on a on a torn ACL, jumping around, walking around, or been back on the court. He would have been on a cart. You know what I mean? So I just think that you know the games are different, different, different. Sheesh! The games are different, but still physical, right? We see that it's still physical. Um, yeah, man, that's that's just you know that's what I took away from that. I just think that the Warriors. Medical staff is very irresponsible, and you know it's it's just it's just bad to see, bad to see. Um, let's see. Oh, Stan, I'm gonna stay on the Warriors though. Stay on the Warriors, you know. All right, let's talk about KD and Clay's situation. All right, so we get to the point where it's like you got to pick a K, you know, pick a K, pick a K, pick a K. <laughs> You got Clay and K D, right? Okay. Both of them probably aren't gonna be back next season. But you gotta max somebody, right? You gotta max somebody. Now Clay, now KD declined his you know his player option. He opted out. You know, now either he can get a max, the Warriors can offer him a max, or anybody else can offer him a max It has the money. And then now the Warriors are in a position to where they can offer Clay a max. So do you keep this, you know, do you keep the Splash brothers together, keep Clay and Steph, and let Katie walk, or do you keep Weapon X, try to keep Weapon X and let Clay walk after next season, right? Who knows? You know, but it's just to lose them both with hurt. Oh, uh, that would that would hurt to lose them both, and you know. I, once again, I think if the Warriors don't give Clay a max, Clay's out of there, right? Back to the injury thing. How are they going to handle the torn ACL? Clay shouldn't play at all this year, this next season. I don't think he should be back on the court, given his situation. If they now offer him a max. And you can get money elsewhere, rest up, rehab, and get back for the season after next. Get your coins. You know what I mean? Don't let them ruin you, you know? Um, so I think it's going to be an interesting summer for Kevin Durant. I think that, you know, it, all in all, he's going to get some money somewhere. Somebody's going to pay him. Whether it's a team, one of the New York teams, or the Warriors. But some, somebody will pay him. And as far as Clay is concerned, you know, he not leaving Cali. It's going to be the Warriors, the Clippers, or the Lakers. And honestly, I would love to see Clay in purple and gold. We're going gonna to get into the Lakers, though. That's, that's coming. We're going to talk about what's going on in L.A., all right? We're, we're going to get into that. But I would love to see Clay in purple and gold, and I will say that. I would love to see a lot of people in purple and gold. Once again, we won't get to that. <laughs> But um, yeah, man, it's gonna be an interesting summer for uh Clay and KD. i I hope you know you know I hope things go well for Kevin Durant though. But I would love to see him get the hell out of Golden State because it's, they don't deserve him, man. They don't deserve him. Um, what's next, man? What's next? Let's 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 get into this NBA award. I want to talk about the NBA. I want to talk about the MVP. Let's talk about the MVP. Yeah, let's do that. That's that's what's next. You know what I mean? Let's get into it. Okay, you know what? I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to be real. Y'all just ain't my MVP. No way. No way. I feel like that the, the MVP should be a regular season and playoff combined. I think that what you do in the playoffs should still count to what happened in the regular season. Like I don't think that just because you had a regular good a good regular season – That's where the MVP decision should be made off of. You know, I I feel like the the award is called the most valuable player. Valuable. Keyword being valuable. I'm going to get back to that when I tell you who is my MVP. Valuable. Valuable. Meaning their value is is so strong that you need them. You legitimately need them to win a ball game. Need. And and when I say need, I mean, you know, they're so valuable that they're on the court. They're on the court. And everything they do helps you win. And at no point do they, you know, check themselves out (laughs) because they can't breathe in this cut in this clutch time. Y'all MVP was at the scores table hunched over. With his playoff, with his playoff life on the line. That's that's y'all MVP. Not mine. Not my MVP. No way. No way. And if you want to talk about, and this is another thing. This is another reason why it needs to be regular season and uh postseason. Okay, Giannis averaged twenty-seven and twelve this is this, this season. Twenty-seven and twelve. And only he played 15 playoff games and only five games did he score over his regular season average. Only five. He had 12 points. 12 points in game three in Toronto. Granted, he had 23 rebounds, but 12 points. This is your MVP. I I said this on the show before. I remember before the playoffs started, when they were talking about who, who needs to be good in the playoffs, I remember Shaq saying that Giannis, his average has to be five or six points higher than it was in the regular season. I'm not crazy. I remember this. He said his numbers need to be good, but better. His numbers are good, but they need to be better. Giannis's were not better than the regular season. They weren't. They weren't. You know what I mean? Okay. So, if 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 I'm if we're going with everything I just said, and we're talking about most valuable player, the most valuable player in the NBA is at this you know in this season Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. He was on a kill streak before he went down. The first time. Kill streak was looking like the Warriors were on their way to another title on his behalf. That's what it was looking like before he went down. Listen, Kevin Durant in the regular season averaged 26 points per game. Right? Six rebounds, five assists. In every game except for two You know, it was okay. So in every game, except for three before he got hurt, and the one when he tried to come back, he averaged over his, like, way over his season average. 38, 33, 45, 50, 35, 29, 46, 34. Son, are you serious? And then, you know, you talk about value, value players, valuable, the value menu. <laughs> Who's the most valuable? The Warriors get to the finals, Limp to the finals. They, they, they get past the, the Portland Trailblazers who mentally they all checked out. Dame Lillard in particular all checked out after, game, after the round one. It was like, you know, they had never been that far before that their bodies legitimately shut down for vacation after round one. So the Warriors got to go to the go to the finals again. Right. With no no KD, So. They almost get swept because game game uh game. uh Wait, hold on. Oh, I'm tripping. Oh, I'm tripping. Yeah. Game two could have won either way. Game two, they squeaked out they they barely left Toronto. Yeah, barely left. That series could have been over in four. Should have been over in five, like I said, but it it could have been over in four. And Kevin Durant wouldn't have been on the court. So so they make it to game uh five, right? They make it to game five. They're down three one at this time. And they think it's a smart idea to put Kevin Durant in the game. Put him back on the court knowing that he has a serious injury. They put him back on the court only to get 11 points out of him, right? And he goes down. And then they lose the series. Win the game, but lose the series. When we talk about who is the most valuable to a team it should be about value (laughs) I don't think I understand what I'm trying to say here Kevin Durant the most valuable player in the NBA this season he went on a kill streak before he got hurt gets hurt Warriors make it to the finals get to the finals, and damn near get swept without him. He puts up 11 points. so Those 11 points actually helped save them for another game, but it was over in six. So, that's who the most valuable player should have been. Now, we want to talk about another man who could have taken this honor. James Harden. Another one. If y'all weren't going to give it to, you know, if you weren't, if you, you know, Durant gets hurt. Okay, I understand. He's not, you know. But you want to talk about Numbers. Come on, man. Come on, man. Regular season and, and uh, postseason. James Harden, crazy. Crazy numbers. So I don't understand how Giannis gets MVP. How? How? His numbers weren't as good as Harden's in a regular season or a uh, postseason. Right? Well, I don't get it. Well, who, who is voting here? What? Look, y'all might as well make MVP a fan-voted award if y'all going to do this. Shh, because I don't get it. I don't get it. I I, I don't understand. I really don't. I, I I just don't get it. How How is Giannis the most valuable player in the league? How? I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I, I wasn't very—I didn't even watch the awards. I don't know what I was watching, but I wasn't happy to see that. Definitely wasn't happy to see that, and I didn't get it. Now nah, they lost me with that one, bro. They definitely lost me with that. One. I I was very very confused. Um, but yeah, I like I said, man, it it, it could have been It should have been hardened. but my MVP, if we're talking what the, the award is actually about, the most valuable player in the league, it's Kevin Durant for me. Definitely wasn't Giannis answer to Kumbo. No way. I I didn't see that. I I personally was very disappointed. And so was Twitter. Twitter NBA Twitter was an outrage. I didn't understand. How? Like how? 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 Uh but congratulations to my man Sweet Lou. Lou Williams. Sixth man of the year. Again. Yo, Lou is one of my favorite players. By the way, not just because of how he handled, you know, was doing great with the i i really am a fan of sweet Lou. Lou is my guy. And I like I always like his interviews, you know. I I, I really bang with Lou Heavy. But I'm gonna tell you what. Lou got that good head. Lou got that good head. I'm talking let, let me tell y'all something. Lou got the curl curls. Alright. Lou got some good head. But if Lou if Lou had a nice barber, like if Lou bubble was a little bit nicer. Uh, Lou would be cold, bro. Lou would be cold. Y'all, all right, hey, y'all ain't had no problem with the ladies. Y'all know, he ain't got no problem with the ladies, but I'm just saying. If Lou Baba was a little nicer, oh, that boy would be cold, bro. Because he got it. That grain is serious. I'm trying to tell you, don't sleep with him, man. But, um, congratulations to Six Man, man. Six Man, like, um, Lou. Yes, sir. Um, all right. So, we done talked about the, uh... Warriors drama Talks about the MVP Alright <sighs> Should we keep going with the basketball Should we keep going with it Should we go all the way through Until there's no more basketball stuff to talk about And then we can get into The WWE The wrestling stuff And the boxing And uh, what else I don't want to talk about Some other stuff Alright Let's do that Let's finish up With basketball um, Let's see Let's see where we're going next Let's talk about the Lakers. I just want to talk about the Lakers, man, because they make, they're making moves. Things things are happening out there in LA. Let's talk about it. Okay, so GM Braun and the rest of the Los Angeles Lakers, Rob, everybody, they are up to something. They're up to something. And hold on, before I even get into this, before I even get into what they're up to. I've been having to have the same debate with people a lot. Oh, the Lakers gave up everything for AD. They still don't got nobody. Okay. LeBron James and Anthony Davis. That's 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 your start. That's what you're building around. You have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and you're telling me. That the Lakers are not title contenders already. That's just hate, bro. Hate in your heart. Y'all know damn well. LeBron and Anthony Davis together is already a problem. Already a problem. So if you add a Kawhi... Maybe Kyrie, maybe D'Lo, maybe Kim, you know—it's a lot of people that it could add to this. You telling me they not already a finals contender and a a, a, a future maybe even this season winning it all? Listen, and another thing, the Lakers are in win now mode. I'm going to say this about five or six. Y'all see what I did? Six times. The Lakers are in. Win now mode. 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 The Lakers are in win now mode. LeBron is not 24 years old. No. You know, they signed LeBron because this is where LeBron is about to finish his career. And if you don't think LeBron didn't want to get a couple of rings before he got out, you're as stupid as all outdoors. So, in order for LeBron to get a couple more rings before he hangs them on up, he's going to need a little help. And I think LeBron deserves that. I think he deserves a super team. Why not give give LeBron a super team and let the Lakers wreak havoc on the West? Because right now... It looks like the Warriors' run is about to be over. One, especially for this season, they're going to go autopilot. No Klay, no KD. And there's a strong chance that both of them are leaving. So, the West is about to be up for grabs. And if you think everybody doesn't want to go play with with, uh, LeBron and AD, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. So they, they clear up the, the cap space to get $32 in, in, million in the cap, right? And they have room for a max or spending their money on multiple players. That's scary to think about. That they could go get Kawhi Leonard with LeBron and AD? What? Do you know how scary that is? Do you know how hard? Who is going to beat them? OKC, okay, the Blazers, the Rockets, the Jazz, the Warriors, if this team gets together and they all stay healthy, the only thing that, that's going to be a, a problem for them is who is going to win the MVP. Because they're all going to be nominated the way they're going to be playing. Listen. It could get very scary for the NBA if this happens. And I think it is. So, as far as Kawhi goes, it's being said that, okay, he has decided to take a meeting with LA, both the Clippers and the Lakers, and the last pitch will be coming from the Toronto Raptors. I respect that. You give your, the team you're with now – the team you just won the title with, they get the last, um, you know, they get the last off, they get the last meeting. That's fair. I respect that. I think it's stay in Toronto or go to the Lakers. I don't think that the Clippers have enough there already to make Kawhi want to play there. Honestly, tell me. Somebody tell me, if you're able to, what is attractive about playing for the Clippers? Sure. They 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 made it ugly against Golden State in round one. Sure. 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 But they don't have any other star power there. You gotta think, why just wanna ring with Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vliet, Mark and Sergei Barker, Piasca, um, Spicy P, Siaka. Not a lot of big names up in the North, you know. And those guys hoop. Of course they hooped. That is a good team. But I don't see Kawhi going to another situation that's kind of similar. In the West... Where there's already a, a, a semi-monster team being built in the same building, don't see that. Don't see that. And you got to think about the meetings, right? And, and who's going to be at the LA Clippers, I mean, the LA Lakers meeting. And it's already been said: LeBron has already had direct contract, contact with Kawhi. Whether y'all like it or not, it's happening. Kawhi's on the way. What it do, baby? You know the vibes? L.A. Kawhi, he's on the way. It's happening. Whether you like it or not. He's on the way. He is on the way. So... All right, so let's say they get Kawhi. What's next? We need a point? That's why we traded Alonzo. You know, Kawhi gets number two. Speaking of jersey numbers, LeBron is going to give a D23, and the King didn't already said he getting six. He didn't already tweeted the, the Drake six with the player hands. The prayer hands. It's a wrap. And he might bring back the chalk. Might as well give us the headband, Braun. Might as well. I can't wait for the Lakers when they retire the number six and the twenty-three. We ain't gonna. We ain't. everybody gonna have to do that. The, the, the Heat too. Listen, listen. Wait, no, I lied. No, the Heat is gonna retire six. So the Lakers gonna have to retire both numbers. Right, right, right. All right. So Bron going back to six. That's gonna be scary to see. And I know I wasn't the only one feeling the pain yesterday. Because I too have a fully stitched yellow, purple and gold purple and gold LeBron jersey in my closet, f- fresh with the tags on it. I got it like in March, never wore it. Now it's vintage. I have a big <laughs> Yellow poster of LeBron dunking with the twenty three in the background and his twenty three jersey on, and now it's a six. What am I gonna do? <laughs> what am I supposed to do, kid? That is crazy. But I can't wait for the King to get back in six, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be ridiculous. That's gonna be ridiculous. But all right, so I said to get Kawhi. Now, let's talk about Kyrie. Kyrie not going back to Boston. Right. The thing is... Let's, okay, so the word is they want, to, they want to pair Kyrie and KD. Okay. Would that have been the plan before the injury? Hell yes. Hell yes. But a season without KD and you by yourself... And either of the New York teams is not going to be good for Kyrie. Not going to be good for Kyrie. And if you think he hated Boston, that boy is going to hate the Barclays Center without KD. Or the Garden without KD. So, if I'm Kyrie Irving, do I really want to wait for somebody to come off of a torn Achilles. Who might not be himself when he comes back. Do I really want to put my eggs in his basket? Or do I want to go out to sunny California. With the kid, With the claw. And the brow. I think I would go out in sunny California. That's where I'd be. That's where I'd be. You did, Kyrie, A.D., and Braun, and you can work on your role players. You can bring in Henny Smith. You can try to go get Blake Griffin. There's a lot you can do. But I'm telling you, I don't see Kyrie staying in this. I think he's going out to L.A. with the King. It's going to be a sight to see. It is going to be a sight to see. And I can't wait. And I really think that Kyrie, I've said this before, he saw what it was like to take the team on his own with no help, you know, without Braun. Didn't get a ring out of it. You know, had an injury. And, you know, he saw what it was. I really think he's ready to go back and play with Braun. And I think he wants to be on a team where, he don't got to be the man, but in the moments where they need him to be the man, oh, he's going to do that, just like he did in Game 7 of the NBA 20- the 2016 NBA Finals, and he won't have a problem with that. I don't think he'll have a problem with that, you know, and, and Bron is already, you know, just he's just building, he's building, you guys talking talk about the future, oh, they traded the future away. LeBron is not a young... St- Yo, it went now mode. It's not that it's not a hard concept to grasp. It isn't. Oh, he should have went to Philly. It wouldn't have been... It would have been the same way. It would have. You know, it, it, it would have been more pieces to get. But he's out in L.A. He's feeling Space Jam 2 right now. I can't wait for Space Jam 2. It's already better than the original. Because LeBron can actually act. But we're not going to do that to Jordan right now. I'm going to that for episode 50. But, um, yeah, man. I, I really think that the Lakers, if they finish this free agency, if they finish as hot as they started, oh, it's going to be over for everybody. It's, it's going to be over for everybody. All right? And everybody should be scared. It really should be. Because I am. I would be. And oh, shout out to Kyle Kuzma, man. Shout out to Kyle Kuzma, man. That boy's that boy's surviving everything, bro. Everything. He really is, man. He really is. And I'm happy for him because I'm glad, you know. I really am. Um, anything else? Let me see. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think—is anything else that we need to discuss about the Lakers other than the fact that I have to now go get a number six LeBron jersey when they're out. Um, I, I um, or I might tape Davis to the back of my twenty-three. I I don't. I might frame the jersey. I don't know what I'm going to do with it now. I was supposed to sell it because honestly, I didn't like the way it fit. I was going to sell it, but now I can't even make that sale because ain't nobody like want a one of LeBron twenty-three. I want the six now, six god, but um, <laughs> yeah man, I don't know, but I'm excited for the Lakers. I hope they finish the finish the free agency the way they started. You know they're making good moves, and I'm glad Anthony kicked the four mil. You know that was smart. It's clear that he wants to keep building and you know make 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 smart decisions for the team, of course. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for the Lakers, the NBA. You know drama from this week. Um, what's next for us, man? Where, where do y'all want to go? Where we gonna go? Tell a little wrestling. A little wrestling. Um, let's talk a little wrestling now. Let's talk a little WWE AEW. You know we got an AEW Pitman going on this weekend for the free. I'm excited about that. Um, you know some things going on at the at the E, and um, yeah, man, it's going down. It is going down. And you know I'm sad. To say, but it's apparent that Mark Halloway don't know how to uh, block numbers or ignore calls because he answered Vince call again. But hey man, we're we gonna talk about all that. So yeah, let's let's go ahead and get into that. Okay, so WWE fans can rejoice and thank the wrestling gods that uh I don't know when this goes into effect. I I'm, I'm assuming this fall, maybe, uh Paul Heyman will be running Raw. And Eric Bischoff will be back running SmackDown. And uh, I, I guess you know he'll be heading it up with the Fox officials this fall when SmackDown moves to Fox. Also, I've, I forgot to say, as far as that goes, they're saying it was already <laughs> a leaked image of the SmackDown. It's just going to be SmackDown because they're not going to be live anymore. But it was like a leaked image of the new logo. And apparently there's gonna be a new set for SmackDown. So hopefully it's something, you know, great I would love for there to be, you know, two new sets, but you know, I'm not gonna get greedy. But, you know, this is this is something that needed to happen. And I feel bad. I honestly feel bad for Paul and Bischoff. You know, these guys are getting up there in age, you know, they, they enjoy their lives. And but I mean, you know, you know, it's not like they're on screen talent, well, Paul is. So but it's just like, you know, damn, you know, you got to go grab these guys like Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff to save your company. You know what I mean? You know, guys you went to war with. You know, it all comes full circle. It always comes full circle. But, you know, this is something that had to be done. You know, ratings are down. And now you have some serious competition coming up. And whether, you're going to, whether you admit it or not, you're scared. WWE is scared to death of AEW. Whether they want to admit it or not. Um, this is something that could be good for them. You know, this is going to be great. Paul and Bischoff back. You know, in these roles, it's going to be great for the company and great for the you know television. Because honestly, I'm a di- I would con- I consider myself a diehard wrestling fan, especially WWE. I've been greatly disappointed. You know, this year. You know, outside of WrestleMania and everything, it's just it's just been stale. You know, when when our truth. Our truth is the best thing right now, honestly. You know, it's just like it's it's hard to watch week in week out, and I found myself you know barely watching the product like that anymore. You know, I'm tuned in here and there, and I have a little cousin who's here, and he watches EC4. You know, so it's good to him, and you know he has his favorite superstars already. But somebody like me who who has been around for a while and seen a lot of cycles, I've seen the the end of the attitude era. I, I've I've lived through and grew up in the ruthless aggression era. I've seen the PG, and I've seen I've seen it all, man. I've seen it all. So I I I know where we are right now, as in the WWE, and I know it's not good. It's not good, and you know that's why I I try to heart on, you know, you, uh, NXT being so great because it, it is, you know, fresh talent, fresh faces, and Triple H and those guys down there Full Sail are just doing what they have to do to keep that product fresh. And, you know, in-ring and the promo stories, everything is good down there. And when you look at a big company like WWE and you have an upstart like AEW, but, you know, they have a lot of firepower, a lot of backing, you know, of course, you're on the, you know you're on the edge, on edge. So you would want to have your product be better than what it is now. It can't, you can't be lazy anymore, and you can't be stagnant. You you can't be comfortable. And AEW was making WWE very uncomfortable, and that's good though. That's good because when, you know when you have a giant like this, you make them uncomfortable, or in a sense, desperate. You know these things could turn into gold, but desperation. Can also have you calling the Undertaker, who's damn near sixty years old. Why is Undertaker in the ring so much, man? Mark, stop answering the phone, bro. You gotta stop answering the phone. And you know, my mom, she asked me, she was like, "Damn, you don't, you know, you don't like seeing Undertaker anymore." No, I love the Undertaker. Undertaker is one of my favorites of all time. I love the Undertaker. I'm glad I got to see him live a couple of times. Right, that entrance, you know, seeing that entrance live is just different. And I love it so much. You know, the it actually gets cold when Undertaker enters the building, man. I, I can't make that up. But seeing him at this stage in his career, and not only him, it's just the domino effect of him being back. Just, just look at these past couple of years. You know, Undertaker's still wrestling, right? Not full-time, of course. But you take, you got these overseas pay-per-views. You got him and Triple H wrestling again after their feud (laughs) went, you know, it was over at WrestleMania 28, yep, after 27, 28, they're back-to-back at WrestleManias. That feud was done, and honestly, I will go to my grave saying The Undertaker should have retired after WrestleMania 28. That should have been it. Walked out on top, undefeated streak intact, and, you know, him, Shawn, Triple H walk off into the sunset. That's it, and that's all. That should have been it right there. But no. So, the domino effect of Undertaker still being around. Him and Triple H, that turns into Mayor Kane being in the ring again. And Shawn Michaels, who, reti- who the Undertaker retired, vowed not to get in the ring again. He's in the ring again. Goldberg and Undertaker have a, uh, uh, a terrible match in, in, in Jeddah, And, you know, it's just... There's too much talent, young talent, on the roster for these guys, for Vince to keep calling guys like the Undertaker. The Undertaker has a family. He has kids. He don't need to be wrestling. He should have been on Raw Monday, and he shouldn't be tagging uh, with Roman Reigns, (laughs) somebody who beat him at WrestleMania. And where I thought that was it, I was almost in tears. I thought that was it for the Undertaker. But No. 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 He put the hat in the ring for them. They're wrestling Drew McIntyre and Shane McMahon. Why? For what? Even in story, this doesn't make any sense. No sense at all. I Honestly, man, I don't understand why they keep calling Mark's phone. But they need to stop calling Mark's phone. There's no need, bro. There is no need. Please stop answering the phone, Mark. Stop answering the phone, man. You don't have to do this. You really do not have to do this. There's no need, bro. And I love the Undertaker to death. I do. I promise I do. This is not personal, man. This is not personal. It's just the fact that... And and he liked the comment about, you know, you know, saying, stop bringing him back. You know what I mean? He, he knows. Mark knows. <laughs> Mark, ain't, Mark ain't gonna lie to you. He know. He know it ain't right. And it just don't make no sense, man. Don't make no sense. But... AEW has uh, you know, switching gears to AEW, they have their uh, what's it, Fighter Fest this weekend, Saturday, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, and it's uh, it's free on the BR app because I think it was supposed to be a pay per view. Uh, they got a couple of good matches, going on uh, Omega, Jericho, Rose, all on, all the big guys on the card, and some of the AEW guys that you guys probably don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's it'll be a good wrestling show, something to see. Know something different this Saturday? I'll I'll be tuned in because I'm off all weekend. Um, you know, so that that'll be interesting, man. Uh, what else we got going on? I think that's all. Is that all I wanted to say? That's as the as rest. Oh, uh, yesterday, John Cena's 17th anniversary of you know being in WWE. I just want to say, you know, you talk about Mount Rushmore's of 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 wrestling. My oh my Mount Rushmore it's John Cena with four different expressions, man. And I'm not even I'm not even BSing you. You know, you, you, you got your Stone Colds, you got your Rocks, you got your Takers, you got your Triple H's and H, C, H K. But John Cena has had the best run. I'll say it. I'll defend it. 16-time WWE champion. You know, 0-2 <laughs> to you can go 0-2 before. Let's see how strong, how, you know, 0-2 all the way to I'll say fourteen. 0-2 to fourteen. Maybe fifteen. No 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 no. Yeah, oh two to oh four yeah, oh two to fourteen, maybe. That twelve year run can't be matched. Can't be matched. Can't be matched. Cena was in all you know, the main events of WrestleMania. He's winning Royal Rumbles. Cena cold, bro. Cena is one of the coldest ever. And he waited to the tail end to do the movie thing full time to become a part time. You know, he didn't leave while he was still hot. And y'all know what I'm talking about. But, you know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm proud of him for that. You know, has Cena gotten the big, big blockbuster movie? No. But does he have a nice little? Yeah. And he's about to, now he's about to get that blockbuster joint. I mean, you got, he's had the Marine, you know, his first joint, The Marine, but that wasn't a blockbuster. That was just a, a, a film, you know what I mean? You know, i when I, you know, the only true wrestler to compare, you know, the movie thing is The Rock, of course, even though most of his movies are trash, but that's a conversation for another. T- no, let's have that conversation. The Rock's best movie is The Game Plan. Other than that, they're all the same. I love The Rock, but The Rock be robbing the box office blind. And y'all know he did. Um, Ballers is great, though. Love Ballers. Big fan of Ballers. But, um, yeah, man. Cena's WWE run is unmatched. Unprecedented. I think he's the GOAT. Easily. Um, you know, you can say what you want about his in-ring. But Cena's the GOAT, bro. I respect Cena. I love Cena, man. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, the movie thing. Yeah, you know, he's about to be in Fast and Furious now. So, that's his big blockbuster right there. But, uh, yeah, man. Shout out to John Cena, man. And, uh, you know, shout-out to AEW. I can't wait for the pay-per-view tomorrow. I'll, you know, see what that's about. But, you know, big things are happening in the wrestling world, man, for my wrestling fans out there. Uh, where we at with it? Um, hmm. We can talk a little boxing. I want to talk about, um, I want to talk Spence and Porter real quick. And then, uh... Wanna talk uh oh yeah, I wanna talk about the USA women thing. I wanna talk about that. And I think that's it for us, man. We can go ahead and wrap this one up in a little bit. Yes, sir. Okay, so Errol Spence and uh Sean Porter will be having their unification bout in the welterweight division this September. Still don't know a specific date, but Spence recently said in an interview, uh this week or this past weekend, I think, that uh it'll be late September. So Taylor in September, and uh, we still got it. We got a couple other fights in my too. But you know he, they asked him if he was going to take it easy. uh, Porter like he did Garcia. He said, "Nah, you gotta get uh, Porter out of here," because his daddy talked too much. That was funny to me. That was funny. Uh, He said he don't like Thurman at all, but um, he said uh, Porter, I do. I I can't wait for this fight, man. I think this is the fight. Like I I call. I, <laughs> if y'all know me, man, I've been talking about this since what? April, around April. I've been calling for this fight. Um, you know, and it's finally it's, it's happening, man. And, you know, everything's starting to fall into place for the welterweight division as far as getting these titles unified. Unified, man. Um, let's see, July's coming. You know, oh, this is the oh oh boy slash show at June, man. June has been a hell of a month, by the way. I appreciate you guys, but um, you know this in July we got um Thurman and uh, Pacquiao, and I expect a win out of that to face the win out of Garcia and Garcia, and then a win out of Garcia versus Garcia should be getting a win out of Spence and uh Porter in 2020. I think that's how we should do it, man. That's how we should do it with the PBC belts. Um, but yeah, I think I think Porter and Spence is going to be a great fight, and I I, I see uh, Spence winning this fight. I do. I think Spence will win this fight. And I really think that it's going to be a good fight, though. But I think that if if Porter comes in, you know, coming in wild like he, he usually does, if he comes in on that, you know, I'm going to try to make the fight ugly and, you know, put my head against you and rub on you and, you know, not box. He's going to end up getting knocked out because Spence ain't going to play with him. Spence ain't going to play with him at, at all. Spence ain't going to play with him at all. And I really think that, you know, this this could be a fight where Sean Porter gets knocked out of the um, the, top, uh, the top of the food chain in the Wathaway division. You know, I, I really do. But because I don't, you know, I don't want to see another Thurman Porter situation. Nobody wants to see that. What we, what we want to see is Spence versus maybe Thurman if he went. I really think Pacquiao might be Thurman because Pacquiao been looking good on IG, on the gram. My man was out in the rain, shadow boxing. Uh, my man was in the gym getting it in. All right. Listen, man, don't sleep on old Pac, man. Don't sleep on old Pac. All right. That man had a re- revitalization to his career since he beat Matisse. I have no idea what the hell is going on with Pacquiao, but he ain't playing with y'all. And that's on baby. He is not playing with y'all. But um, so I really think uh, so. I really think this. Is how I was gonna go. I think I got Spence beating Porter. I got Pacquiao beating Thurman, and I got Danny beating Mikey Garcia. So what that'll give us is Garcia versus Pacquiao in the first half of the year. Maybe Spence Porter too. In the first half of the year, I'm talking, you know, spring, springish, winterish, right? And then we can get maybe November, October, November. We can get Spence versus Garcia because I got I would have Garcia beating Pacquiao, and Spence winning a rematch. Do you feel me? Like it, it could be that simple. It could be, and it should be. We're all at PB. They all at PBC. It wouldn't be hard to make the fights. Would not be hard to make the fights. You know the waterweight... I'm trying to tell you, man. I say this every time I talk boxing. The waterweight weight division is the best division in boxing right now. It's the hottest. It's the most popping. And it's been, you know, it's been that way for a while. And it's you know with Floyd, but you know since Floyd's been gone, you know it, it's it took a little hit, but it's still around. Waterweight weight division still here. Um, but yeah, that's how I see it going. And um. Yeah, man, but that's that's about it, as far as the boxing goes. And I could care less about what the Charlo brothers are doing. I really, I really don't care. I don't, don't care, don't care. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't care. Um, what else? Who else? But yeah, that's about it. Um, now, what's this? Hold on. Let me make sure I pronounce her name right. Cor- Somebody will correct me. One of my soccer people will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, what's it? Megan, I want to say Megan Rapinoe, Megan Rapinoe, that sounds about right. So, somebody asked her in the interview, like, uh, I feel like it was like taking team picks. Alright, here we go, we can get that, I got the audio right here. Are you excited about, um, going to the White House? am <laughs> not going to the fucking White House. No, I'm not going to the White House. Okay. We're not going to be invited. You're not going to be invited? I doubt it. Completely. So she says, you know, she feels that the America's women's, the USA women's soccer team, wouldn't be invited to the White House if they won at all. And she said, you know, yeah, we're not going. Okay. i like, like this is the first, and it won't be the lead. God. Hopefully, it's the last. You know, I hope we don't have to have nobody else going to there to see Trump anytime. You know, oh sheesh. But listen, she said what she said, man. These these athletes. Don't care about your president. The political climate is gross right now. And, and it's all headed by, you know, the that devil y'all call a president. And, you know, the replies to the tweet were crazy, man. Her foul language speaks volumes about her character. Like, what? Then don't play for the USA on a foreign stage. Or better yet, quit playing for a USA team. That would be awesome. Un-American. So somebody's un-American because they voice their opinion, or just speak against a president. I remember watching, you know, people bash Obama his for his entire two terms. So we had to sit and watch Trump do whatever he wants, but and we can't say anything about it. If we say something about it or speak out against the president, or who you know everybody that's in office right now we're un-American but it's an American thing to protest and it's an American thing to have freedom of speech Free- listen I don't have to say all of this you guys should know this already you know what I mean it's sad that you know hold on let me read some more of these replies because this is really crazy man the farthest thing from a role model especially with their language take off that uniform first of all she ain't no damn uh US soldier. Bro, she's a soccer player. Soccer player. Soccer player. The uh the level of expectations and the uh you know the amount of patriotism you expect from a soccer player shouldn't be that high. You should probably relax. You should probably relax. You know this country <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do it, but you guys know I'm trying to take it. All right, you guys know I'm trying to take it. Simple as this, man. These athletes don't care. They not. They not rolling. They they know, especially the women. They know who's in office and they know what he's about. He don't stand for the people. You know, not 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 my people. Not my people. Damn sure not my people. So why should we respect them? I don't care what his job title is. I don't care, and neither does she. I feel like her comments were her own comments, and she said what she said, and I'm sure she's not the only one on the team who feels that way. I'm pretty sure they all have the same feeling. One, they're women. (laughs) I know Trump don't respect women, man, but I do. Eric respects women, ladies. Get you an Eric, man. I respect women. That's on me. Um. Listen, kid, I, I don't care. Listen, I, I respect her for that. You know, because some athletes won't speak up or speak out against the president, but she's not scared. And I respect that 100%, man. And I, 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 I retweeted the clip because people need to see that, man. People need to see that. I didn't see a problem with it. I support the comments. I support her. And I love the USA women's soccer team. I don't like soccer, but I support them. I do. when When they're on you know, when I know they're about to make a run, I always watch. I always watch. I watched the last time they won it all. Um, I think that's it, man. By the way, this is my first ever one-hour episode. Clap it up for me, man. Clap it up for me, man. I remember I remember when I used to have 22, 25-minute episodes, and now I just went for 60-plus, bro. 60 minutes. I did that. I did that. I'm gonna start talking my thing. I'm gonna start talking my talk. Some like, Listen, man. I just I just went for an hour, bro. I just went for an hour. I did that. I did that. That was always a goal of mine. I've been getting closer and closer every week in the forties. You know what I mean? And now I finally did it. Do You know how happy I am right now, looking at this, looking at my uh at the uh Adobe, it's at my screen right now. I'm beyond happy right now. Wow. But um. That's all I got for you guys for episode forty two, man. I don't know when next time y'all get an episode. i did drop. i didn't give y'all a, a sixty piece. I gave y'all a sixty piece. You're in. nah, I probably <laughs> I probably depending on how this week can we go, I might be back Monday. If not, it'll probably be, you know, Friday again. Um but I'll start giving out details for episode fifty you know the closer we get there probably around 43 yeah 43 44 45 yeah i'll start that but um yeah man thanks for listening man i I really appreciate you guys june has been a hell of a month for the show numbers are going crazy you know we accomplished a lot in june a lot got done in june and i hope July is as blessed as June has been. You know, you, you know, without God, none of this is possible. Like I said on Twitter, you know, I'm great, but God is the greatest, man. I I, 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 I meant that. I really do. And I appreciate you guys supporting me. I couldn't have done it without any of you, man. So keep listening, keep sharing, keep retweeting, keep subscribing, keep liking, all that. I'll be back on YouTube soon, so you guys will get the visuals again, man. I really appreciate it. I really do from the bottom of my heart. Uh, With that being said, man, I'm your host, Eric Lyons, and for the 42nd time, you have just been electrified.